0: Hey, welcome to Lavender Mind Podcast, a podcast to help anyone remember how to live only in this moment, because you know what? It's the only one we have. Hi, welcome to episode one. Welcome to Lavender Mind Podcast. I am really excited to be here today with you. I want to share the topics that I'll be covering on the show I had said in episode one, it's kind of a one-stop shop for wellness, specifically around thoughts shaping our world and mindfulness, presence, and gratitude. I would say those are the pillars of the show. They are, in my opinion, and experience and also a lot of research and certifications. I think they're the secret sauce to equanimity and feeling fulfilled. I will never pretend to know it all or have it all together. That is another pillar that I have. Um, I've done the work. I've studied and researched, but I'm on the path. Um, I fall and I get up just like anybody else. I'm also not a therapist. I want to make that clear. This podcast is actually not about me. It's about the message. Um, I am an instrument giving it to you. Uh, It's something that I picked up through podcasting. and then just dug deep learning about all this stuff. So I try hard not to take myself seriously, so be aware of that too. All right, I'm going to jump in. Today's episode is going to be all about limiting beliefs and how they hold us back from the life that we want. I am going to share a story about our cat. Uh, Years ago, my four kids and I, Went to Blessing of the Pets at their school. It's basically when you bring your animals and you say a prayer um, over your animal and then you go about your day. That's what it is if you don't have solid boundaries with your kids. But we were a collective nightmare. We brought every animal we could find in our home, which was a lot. And they had begged me to bring all the animals. And instead of just saying no like I should have, we brought too many animals. And uh, right off the bat, we were late. The dog got off the leash. I told my seven and eight-year-old to grab the dog while I grabbed the cats. um, And my two-year-old at the time, who was in her ripped up Cinderella dress, passed down from like 20 cousins. Shouldn't have worn that, but we were late. So we, we get out, get the dog, finally get to the circle. And then I look over and I see my little girl, who I had begged not to open the cat kennel, what do you know it, she's opening the cat kennel with the kittens and the cat. The cat jumps out and runs away from all the dogs and goes into the bus, the, like, field trip bus. So... We completely missed Blessing of the Pets. It's like an hour or two later. I am trying to get my poor cat out of this wheel bus or the the wheel bed part of the bus. She is not moving. I am desperate. I asked the uh, the, uh, person that does all the work around the school, Mr. Jeff, to help me. You know, I'm like, hey, can you give me some tuna fish or something? Because she's not budging. And so he goes to the cafeteria and comes back with goldfish crackers. And that's when I personally felt defeated because I knew that this cat was not going to come out with some crackers. So finally, somebody that knew a lot about our crazy animal life and had a lot of animals, she brought some kitty snacks. Kitty mama came out. And I will never forget the look on her face. She was a white cat that had turned black from oil. And she just looked so defeated. And I just remember looking at her and thinking, I have so been there, sister. (laughs) Like when you feel so stuck and you just don't want to come out of whatever you're in. So that leads me to today's topic of limiting beliefs what what are your limiting beliefs well first of all what is a limit, li, limiting belief it is anything that limits your ability to achieve what you want to achieve it's really ultimately a feeling it's the things we want to achieve are typically feeling based at their core uh, at the core of any goal there is a monetary or relationship goal that it's centered around, Um, maybe it's security or belonging or joy. But that feeling is really kind of like the why underneath the why of what you want on the surface. So what are your limiting beliefs? Um, Maybe you want to write a book or maybe you want to get a different degree, or maybe you just want to learn how to salsa dance. What is getting in the way of you reaching those goals? So today we're going to talk about some ideas around that. Um, one big thing, I think it's important to watch your words and your thoughts, because they solidify your, your limits. Often, um We hear others say, you know, oh, she's a mom, so she would never have time to go back to school, or whatever those limits that you hear outside, just if it's something that you really, really want, I believe it's possible, Um, but you have to get clear on that, and so even though I know that we are all hope-shaped creatures, and I do believe that the only thing that exists is this one moment. In this one moment, what can you do to get closer to that dream? Maybe it's just to take the very first step of just buying that journal or signing up for the class or getting the running shoes. We live in this moment with our beliefs about the future. So it's hard to take those steps if your beliefs are saying that even just the first step is not possible. So you don't even take it. When you have limiting beliefs, um, I think it's important to ask yourself, is that belief true? Or how does it make me feel specifically? Um, Because it will stop you before you even start. If you have a desire that is trying to be expressed and you're getting excited about it, and you have enthusiasm, I think enthusiasm comes from God, God within. And if you can see it, and you can feel it, I think a creative part of you is trying to come out. Um, So watch your negative energy around what's weighing you down to not even start. If you defe- feel defeated before you even start, like I said, you're not going to start. So pay attention to the things that are showing up, um, those thoughts that could be stopping you from your best self. I, uh, I have a couple of steps. Um, I think it's really important to, number one, get quiet with your dream or your goal, and make sure it aligns with your heart and not the world. I also think there are seasons for things. Maybe you have that dream. Maybe you can start slowly until you do feel like it is the right season. I also think we have to be realistic about what we want. I'm not trying to squash a dream, but you know, I'm four foot eleven. I have never had a dream to be an NBA basketball player. It just was never in my scope of dreams. So I do think it's important to look at your gifts and assess those and make sure they're aligned with what you want to do. I am a realist. I think number two would be to get quiet as you take your steps and really focus on each step one at a time. I'll call that number three, to take them one at a time and not look at the whole picture. Because if you look at the whole picture, it will stress you out and stop you. Number four is when you're in the middle, after you take those steps to stay in a state of allowing and gratitude, even when things shift or don't go as planned. It's important to enjoy the middle and to be thankful for every success because that opens up doors and it opens up a flow state of allowing. I'll share a really quick story with that and then I'll share the rest of the goals. I, uh, a few years ago, I was um, in the middle of I had created this small business that I was uh, making some handmade stuff from home and um i had been praying like okay god should i keep doing this or should i take my art to the next level or i was kind of starting to become interested in um self-development so i was just kind of like asking for you know some guidance and uh we were on vacation i had literally just said this prayer and uh We were in this ice cream line, and I was talking to my husband. The ice cream in this Colorado place we were uh, skiing—it took forever. We had been in line for like I don't know, thirty minutes, and so we got to know the girl in front of us. And uh, I was mentioning—I was telling my husband, not her, but we were so close she could hear what I was saying. I was telling him how the the way that they organized the ice cream store was kind of what I want to do with my soap and she was like oh you sell soap I need somebody to put some soaps in all of our stores in New Orleans and uh, one thing led to another and I started selling soaps in all of their stores their store's name is uh, the Cherry Lane uh, boutique very cute clothes you should check it out I'll leave the uh, website at the bottom so you can check them out cute cute stuff and so, but I just remember kind of laughing because it was like, you know, it was just such a random thing. But that's what happens when you're open and you start to really try to focus on what's going well. It seems like doors just start to open and people start to come out of nowhere. It's, it's super cool. And um, okay, so back to the steps. I think number five is take care of yourself along the way. Sleep, eat good food, and only allow good things in your mind. Be a guard of your mind. Keep naysayers out, negative news if you can, um, because I think it affects the way that we work and how we operate. Number six is you are not alone. I believe in a higher guidance system. Guide angels are my pilot for sure. This keeps me so calm when I want to freak out. But I understand if this is not it's not your jam. Uh, you can I guess keep this step out for sure. So, I'm going to leave it there. Um I think that uh, what really motivated this whole podcast is a quote from the late Wayne Dyer's famous saying of, if you change the things that you look at, the things you look at change. Um, I think that really sums up pretty much everything. Um, if this was helpful, please share it with someone who might need to hear it right now. I started this because it was Uh, I was getting similar messages that motivated me to make some shifts in my already great life. Um, You may not need to make some dramatic shifts. This could be just a small shift. Um, I learned things that I wanted to share, and sharing is caring. So thank you for being here. I appreciate your time. Together, let's try to never waste a moment and plant some seeds of joy and resilience I hope you have an amazing day. I'll see you next time.